This week, Google challenges GoDaddy, and Facebook at work goes live. Plus, how you can kick your Dropbox into overdrive. All that and more on this week's Digital Marketing News with Yoko Sio. Digital Marketing News with Yoko Sio covers the most important news for busy professionals in the digital marketing space. With your hosts, Chris Yoko and Max Lawler. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Thursday, January 15th, 2015. I'm your host, Chris. And as always, I'm here with my co-host, Max. Hey, Chris, ready to rock? Let's do it. On Tuesday this week, Google officially launched its domain registration platform to the public. This is Google's first real foray into offering its users domain registrations, and they'll be going up against a lot of old-timers like GoDaddy and Domain.com. But unlike companies like GoDaddy and Domain.com, Google's main source of income isn't selling domain names, so rather than pushing you into buying add-ons and upselling you on other things you might not need, they're offering a pretty straightforward checkout and domain management process. That said, they still do offer more than just domains, including easy integration with website builders like Squarespace, Blogger, or Wix, free email forwarding, and support for over 60 of the new top-level domains like .company, .coffee, or .guru. Oddly enough, there's still no direct integration with Google Apps. You still have to go through the standard process of updating MX records if you want Google to handle your email at your custom domain. Google also offers an easy domain transfer service if you want to import domains that you already own, which I can imagine GoDaddy is not too happy about. If you're interested in checking it out for yourself, you can head over to domains.google.com and buy up a winner. In other Google news, the company has also recently granted access to its cloud monitoring service to all developers who are relying on the Google Cloud platform to run their apps and other web services. Developers will be able to check out things like capacity, performance, and even monitor some of the open source apps that run on the cloud, including Apache and MySQL. SMS and email alerts are also available for anyone who wants a heads up when things go terribly wrong. If you're a Google Cloud user, you can log into your account and check it out. Google is also requesting feedback for the new service, so feel free to be critical with them. While we're piling on the Google news, it's also worth mentioning that Google also announced their update to their Translate app. The app seeks to translate spoken conversations in real time. You simply select the app, tap the mic, select the languages being used, and it's supposed to do the rest. While Android users may find this familiar, it's supposed to be a vast improvement over the previous version of the app. It's also the first time this capability is available for iOS users. Google's announcement follows Microsoft's announcement to include a similar feature in Skype, which is currently accepting waitlist registrations. The Google Translate app updates will be available in the App Store over the next few days. A month or so ago, we covered the announcement of Facebook at Work, a way for businesses to create their own closed internal social networks and facilitate employee communication and interaction. Well, this week, Facebook at Work launched to a limited group of businesses who signed up early for the pilot program. These new businesses are finding that Facebook at Work looks quite similar to the social network's normal interface, including news feeds, groups, messages, and events. User accounts in Facebook at Work are entirely separate from personal accounts, sharing no information, posts, or photos between the two, so employees can breathe a sigh of relief. Facebook hasn't said whether they plan to charge businesses to use at Work, but they should be rolling it out to a wider audience over the next couple of weeks. 
This week, our takeaway isn't just one tool, it's a bunch of add-ons to help you push Dropbox into OverDrive. If you're not using Dropbox, it's a super versatile tool for syncing files across personal devices or across a team. If you want to take it to the next level, here are a few tools that you can use. If this, then that. We've talked about if this, then that before. When connected to Dropbox, it allows you to create easy automation. If you receive an attachment in an email, it can automatically save it. If you're tagged in a Facebook photo, it can download it to your computer. There are thousands of great creative options you can personalize to make the most of it. Wapwolf. If you like if this, then that, then you'll probably dig Wapwolf's Dropbox Automator. It's like if this, then that, but designed specifically around Dropbox. It can automatically upload and download files, convert them into different formats, post links, email them, add watermarks to images, and even add basic encryption and a whole lot more. Sukasa. We've mentioned it before. Sukasa enables you to store files in Dropbox while keeping them secure and HIPAA and FERPA compliant. Backup Box is exactly what it sounds like. It lets you backup Dropbox or other cloud drives like Box, Google Drive, or the Amazon Cloud. And with a pro account, you can even automate these backup and transfers. Dropboxifier. This is a crafty little app that allows you to store application configuration and settings files in a Dropbox folder. Usually your OS will prevent this, but using Dropboxifier, you can work around it and ensure your programs are using the same settings files to give you a consistent experience across machines. Speaking as an agency, Sukasa and WapWolf's Dropbox Automator are great tools to support a team and secure important data while making it easy to share. Speaking as a person who likes to make the most of their time, If This Then That and Dropboxifier are great tools to let you easily build your own personal productivity hacks. And as someone who hates being totally reliant on any single system, Backup Box helps make sure that we have an additional layer of redundant storage. We're sure some of these tools could be useful for you, whatever your mission or need might be. If you'd like to check them out, all the links are available on our site. That's pretty much everything we've got for you this week. Until next time, thanks for listening. with Yoko CEO is hosted by Chris Yoko and Max Lawler with new episodes released every week. If you have a tip to share or a question for the show, send an email to questions at yokoco.com. Thanks for listening.